Hi there. Welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Kevin, hello. Hello. My Dutch brother. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, we're both Northern European. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. We're, I, I'm actually. I, I'm from Germanic stock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Half my family. Tongren was from the Tungri people who were Germans. Oh, hey, there so, you go. Wow. I, actually, I don't know that much. We're actually related. Very the much. last bucks in Scotland were hung for stealing sheep, <laughs> but we won't address that. Okay. So um, we are uh, talking about a question that got asked by one of our dear young adults. Um, yeah. Question is this, Philippians 1.20, Paul says something very interesting. I'm going to read the context from the top Good. of that paragraph in verse 18. He says, yes, I will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of, of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in anything, but that with all boldness, Christ will even now, as always, be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Now, here's the question that got asked. And it's a good question. How can you glorify God, whether by life or by death? What's the what's Paul's point there, right? Yeah. How what is he arguing for? That's a really good question. I love it because it keeps us right in the text. Um, if someone's looking at their Bibles, Philippians one twenty, um, you know, he says Christ will even now as always be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. And for context, Paul is in prison. He talks about his chains in Christ in verse thirteen, um, and he's trying to emphasize his own like Christian optimism yeah. of um, how he's not discouraged. He's he's like, game on, we're in prison, this yeah. is fine. The gospel's going to the prison guards, you know, it's like always all, all steam ahead. So, um, but what he does is he explains it in the next verse in 21, yeah. where he says for, which is because the reasoning underneath what he said, yep. um, to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Oh. Um, so he says, Christ would be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death, yeah. because to me, in my opinion, from my perspective, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And I think it's a helpful thing. People have done it before. They break it up to make it a little easier. Yeah. Um, let's just take it the topic of death. Christ would be magnified in my body by my death because to me, to die is gain. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that kind of isolates the topic to say, if we're just going to deal with death first and then get into life, what does that look like? Well, Christ is magnified. Christ is shown. He's glorified. He's made famous. He's made to look great like he is when dying to his people is not loss. You know, like if, if all my treasures are in the world and I'm idolizing that, if, if life for me is TV and football, yeah. then death is the loss of all of that. Yeah. But if life for me is Christ and making him known, then dying is actually a promotion. Like I become something more. I become um, a closer, you know, uh, Christian who's in fellowship with Christ. So yeah. basically saying like, to me, we win when we die. You know, mm -hmm. that's basically what Paul's saying. Um, and in a similar way, um, living is Christ, which is kind of, you know, it's a little confusing to say that we wouldn't necessarily talk like that. But I think in the context, it's informed by verse 20, which is to magnify Christ. Yeah. It, it's, I'm not living for myself. I'm living for Christ. And what does that look like? Um, you know, verse 13 of chapter one, he even says, you know, my chains in Christ have become well known. Yeah. So he's there, but he's there as an ambassador for Christ. He's mm. making Christ known. It's not all about Paul. Life's not all about him. Life should not be all about us. Um, but what he's rejoicing in is that, hey, Christ is being magnified in my circumstances, which yeah. is what he says in verse 12 yeah. of chapter one. Um so what does it look like practically to do that? I think it's fun to kind of trace through um, Philippians, just kind of on a quick flyover. 
He says in verse 20, um, with all boldness, Christ will even now be magnified in my body. Yeah. So there's a sense in which Christ is known through the boldness of his people, mm. you know, and the boldness is the, the like the full disclosure of the truth. They're not scared. Yeah. They're, they're, they're boldly proclaiming who he is. They're boldly identifying with him. Um, you can see it in, uh, let's see, just kind of going through the book. Um, like what makes Christ look good? If that's our question. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have 214, do all things without grumbling or disputing. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. so that you will be blameless and innocent children of God. You know, so it's identifying with God, with his people in Christ, like never complaining. Like yeah. Christians should never complain, which yeah. is cool. It's like, okay, no matter what happens, Christ looks really good when we never complain. Yeah. Because we know he's in control. We know he's put us in the hard spots we're in. Those are actually platforms like Paul in prison to advance the gospel to be louder about our identifying with Christ yeah. to, you know, if people are like, Oh, it's really hard. You know, the, the focus comes in on us, but then like a mirror, we reflect that to Christ and show how good he is to us yeah. in that. Um, yeah. And you can lose all things and gain Christ yeah. and still be joyful. Yeah. 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 I mean, Paul, I mean, what made him look like what made Christ look good in Paul's life in chapter three, whatever things were gained to me, verse seven, mm. those things I have counted as lost for the sake of Christ. Yeah. Which is amazing because if you look at his pedigree, he has so much, you know, cred, you know, with yeah. the Jewish community. And, and he was really big time. And then mm. he just counts it all as loss to choose something better, which makes Christ look really good, which he is. Yeah. But it just glorifies that when his people make that kind of decision. Um, I mean, four, six, you have never being anxious. Yeah. Um, you know, you have uh, let your considerate spirit, verse five, be known to all men. You're gentle. Christ looks really good when his people are gentle. Christ looks really good when his people are not anxious. Yeah. Um, Christ looks really good when, you know, you have... They're content. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have 413, yeah. I can do all things in Christ. And that's not the whole football verse, right? That's like, <laughs> in the context, it's contentment Yeah. of, hey, come riches, come poverty. Yeah, whether I my, win or lose, whatever. My soul is uplifted yeah. by Christ. And even like, uh, what is it, three... 13 uh forgetting what lies behind mm. you know it's like christ looks really good when he frees us from the baggage of being tied down to all our past sins yeah. you know it's like that looks yeah. really that makes him look great to yeah. free us from that to free us from anxiety uh, i remember somebody said regarding anxiety you know how the language is to cast your cares upon christ yeah um, where it's like a burden that we want to bear we yeah. want to hold on to it um but it's as though christ comes down and says like no, give that back. You know, yeah, like yeah. That, this is no longer yours. Like yeah. I it's took, mine to carry. Yeah. I took this from you, Amen. you know? So, and Christ looks really good when we just hand it to him and he doesn't look glorified when we are trying to, you know, rush the cockpit yeah. and, and seize control of something because we don't trust the pilot. Yeah. Um, so I think those are at least yeah. some things in Philippians. Yeah, that totally. That's point great. that out. But of course there's more. Yeah. So that so the so just to summarize, in death he's glorified because we're willing to let go of everything. Yeah, like and we, we for, smile at death. Yeah, because yeah. we're gain, we're gaining him yeah. in person, and then in life it's actually the same thing. It's just that it it's just that it's uh, functionally carried out in a different way. It's the suffering, the loss of all things, like Paul says. Yes. And in comparison to Christ, saying, "Hey, those are all just rubbish compared to Christ, who is actually my treasure." Yeah. 
So either way, Christ is glorified. If if I live, he's glorified. If I die, he's glorified. Either way, Christ is the preeminent value in my life. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he's actually making like a value proposition. He's saying like, Jesus is the most important thing. He's he is magnified in my life because I live for him and I live, I live with the loss of everything for him. And then if I die, I'm actually losing everything practically, including my life. And that, and I'm also joyful in that. And, and gaining, you know, a new world in him. You know, it's like it's him and everything in him, you know, it's like the resurrection of the dead. Yeah. yeah, It's like Hebrews, what, 10, where it's like you joyfully accepted the seizure of your property because you knew you had for yourselves a better possession. Yeah. It's like, like to actually have that perspective. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to, to show that so different from the world, you know, I mean, especially with COVID when there's so much anxiety, Mm. just as a clear reference point, there's so much anxiety, there's so much fear of dying. Um, and not that we're not careful and things like that, but, but like you, you, I I think I just understood in that moment, like you see that some people realize that's all they had, like this is all they have. And for Christians, their soul is, you know, our citizenship is in heaven and we're we're enrolled there and we're guaranteed that even through death, we're not alone. And, um, it's just so good, which is why Paul's trying to magnify that so that other people can get saved. Yeah, exactly. So that's another way to, I guess, um, magnify Christ. That's great. Evangelize. So you're so um yeah it's that C.S. Lewis quote you know the man who has Christ and everything has no more than the man who has Christ and nothing yeah uh, because you have him yeah, you have everything yeah. in him well that's awesome Kevin thanks man yeah you're going through Philippians with the youth groups so yeah this is all spooled up inside it, yeah. <laughs> that's it's awesome cool. well, I hope that's helpful for you in terms of understanding that verse and just the idea of glorifying Christ in our lives and in our death uh, if you have other questions about this or any topic we'd love to talk to you uh, you can just email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.